When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Set box is like 160 to 170, and collector box sits right around 200. Do you think the EV of a wild, I guess maybe with those that enchanting things? That's crazy. Yep. I should be opening those. Um, no, I, no, you're already cranky enough. We don't need Louis Maz box opening, Josh without his steel reserve, and me cowering in the corner. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Welcome to Made This To Be With You, America's most favorite MTG podcast. I am, of course, joined by America's most favorite pupubescent boy who loves Diet Pepsi, Josh! That is easily the worst thing you've ever said on the podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that like that might reflect more poorly on you than it does on me, no, buddy. No, your love of Diet Pepsi reflects poorly only on one. I'm a little ashamed that you're on the podcast because of that, but we'll let it slide last week. Steel Reserve is easily the most delicious thing you drank last week. Louis, you're rich and out of touch. George, you're old. Because I drink Diet Coke. <laughs> what kind of fat cat are rich, you? Rich and out of touch. I'm pretty sure Pepsi's more expensive than Diet Coke. Uh, it was free. We went over this. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. Do the program, dude. Go with the intro. What are we Do doing? Your research. I am research. also joined by the man who's believed in every TCG the last 20 years, except for Lorcana. Louis to George. Yeah, that's right. I hate Lorcana. Just because we I won't say it. that we it's a it last ma- week. just because I won't say it's a massive resounding success. I hate it. Heaven forbid we be critical on something. And we are joined by the man who nets us negative five hundred views when he comes back on the podcast. Uh, George, welcome back, my friend. You gotta wait welcome a week back. and then do that nonsense. Get an extra week, week on me. It's been exactly a week since we since we been, recorded. Yeah, so they, you, their view counts for two weeks. Mine's we're, for one week. You got to wait a week. We're so glad you're here, buddy. So glad. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Boring it's going to be without it, me. It's going to be a spicy podcast today. We're all cranky. Uh, uh, you know, we're uh, all coming uh, at each are other. We, are we all cranky, Louis? Is that is that the correct phrasing in that? Are are we all cranky? This week, we uh, decided not to talk about the play boosters. Psych. Of course, we're talking about the play boosters. Uh, we're going to break that up into three segments. Psych. And then uh, we're also going to talk about the Doctor Who and Universes Beyond excitement going on. Uh, I got some Pikachu promo cards. So I'm going to tell you about my experience getting the Pikachu promo cards. And then we're probably not going to talk about it anymore. Uh, we're going to talk about sorcery players because everyone hates them. And we're going to talk about Lorcana's new OP kits coming out. So strap in everybody who's watching. It's going to get spicy. <laughs> we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the Pikachu play promo. I got one. You didn't. All right, moving on. It's like the only thing people care about in Pokemon. It's the only successful Pokemon release in this the year. last year. Year. So. God, 151 be... UPCs going for our cost already? Stunning. One store who got a bunch of them today from Distro. It's one That's store. How it TCG That's player, how it starts. TCG player, 110 on TCG player. You're, you, you exaggerate things so ridiculously. 
You want you want to bet they'll go down? Want to bet they're going down? Of course or no? they're going to go down. Everything okay, down. okay. Welcome to Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Pokemon. That's out of the year. It'll we need Taylor Swift. The rings. We talked about this. We need Taylor Swift to start opening Pokemon cards to save the Scarlet and Violet. Did you guys era. see the movie? No, it was amazing. No, I heard she it was pulled, amazing. Like seven songs from it. It was amazing. And did you guys know that Logan Paul did not even wear his Pokemon card around his neck anymore yeah. during the fight? He has given up. Because he knows that, that Taylor Swift's going to start pumping Pokemon for us. God, that'd be so good for us. God, it'd be amazing. Can that'd you be so good for us. The 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 uh, the average age of my store would decrease by like 10 years. Uh, God, it'd be like Josh is there all the time then. <laughs> is this like you're trying to make fun of me because I don't look old? Is that what's going on? All you're right. Little, like you're growing your beard. You're, 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 I like it. You're Let's missing. It. It's not uh, great. What are play boosters? So did this uh, this big information surprise you guys this week or not? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> did, did it surprise did it you? Did it not Louis surprise you? Yeah, I've been calling All their booster boxes are like, or do you have, <laughs> is your inside source rooting? Uh, no, this surprised me. I remember, so I posted a video this week, and then George sent us this link, which apparently was two hours after it posted. It made me feel like George might be up on the times more than I am, which is terrible. Uh, and then I deleted my video so that I can make a video about this that day. Did you delete that video? <laughs> I posted it the next day. Which you weren't going to do, by the way. Good job. Yeah. Is it an algorithm thing? Well, a like... Bit. A little bit. Well, it's more like, you know, I wanted to save a video for the next day. It's less work. Uh, you just hate working. Yeah. At the end of the day. Just 10 minutes a work. day, all I can put out. That's yeah, all, that's all it takes out. to make a video, baby. All it takes, 10 minutes. Um, have you seen Have you seen some of my content? <laughs> it is all it takes is 10 minutes to make a video. No, I haven't seen that content. I don't pay for the, uh, the extended service. <laughs> Sucks to be you, man. <laughs> All right, let's talk about play boosters. Uh, so they came out and they said goodbye to draft boosters, goodbye to set boosters. You're gone forever. And nobody yeah. cares about you. Uh, and now they have just play boosters and collector boosters. So this is going to go live with uh, murders at Karlov Mansion or murder at Karlov Manor. Mansion Manor. Wait, um, Manor. Jumpstart's still a thing though, right? Mm, we don't think so don't because it was pulled for Wilds of Eldraine. So the theory is no jumpstart either. Yeah, I'm guessing we'll get, a, we'll get a jumpstart 2026 or something like that. 2025. And then maybe uh, like a Lord of the Rings when we get to Final Fantasy, a jumpstart there as well, probably. Yeah. Um, so, and the play boosters are going to combine basically set and draft boosters to make them one booster pack. You're going to have common slot one through six, and then the list slot, and then eight through ten are going to be uncommons, and then the rare mythic slot basically in, and then another wild card and another wild card that's foil and then you're going to have your art <laughs> card so what do you guys think <laughs> you're so you're so bad at tossing the topic off you do Why? this every, you do this you every think? week i, I think the, forefront, the, you guys the, talk the about thought it. on the forefront of everyone's mind is all about the price so let's 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 analyze this price being its own thing. So let's talk about just the combination of the booster pack and what it's going to do to the community and how we engage with the magic product. And then let's talk about the price. How about that? Yeah. I want to know what the enthusiasts think. I think this is a really good move. <laughs> okay. Well, if you don't want to know. You don't have to. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> Tell me what you think, bud. Uh, 
Okay, so they had a problem. Like, like okay, before we get started, let me, like, can we all just say that Mark Rosewater deserves a round of applause for the way he laid out the problems and the reasons for this change? Yeah. Like, they gave every TCG a total masterclass in how to handle um, major pivots in um, in the business. Like, I, I like they deserve a lot of credit for that, I think. Yeah, and, like, the article was super well-written, and it was honest, and it was open, and it answered all the questions that they knew people were going to have. I think that's super good. Yeah. It, to me, the, it screams this idea that, like, there are people at Wizards who care. They're just held back by Hasbro. You know what I mean? Like, what? like, like when I read the article, it's like Mark Rosarder wants this thing to be a success, and he wants to. Why does? Uh, why do you think Hasbro wouldn't want this to succeed? Like, why do you think Hasbro's like? I problem. have an idea. I can kill the only thing in my company that's making money. That's the big brain. Well, play. they just want to make money off of it. Yeah, that's what businesses do. Sure, I'm, I have no problem with that. Unless like, they're a failed we'll AI company, that. then well, they don't make money. <laughs> You have to have AI to have an AI company, George. I don't know why you you didn't go with that. Um, the we'll talk about the money side of it and business side of it. I think on the money side, but like the article screamed to me that Mark Rosewater cares, and more than that, it was the tweet he replied to somebody. Somebody asked something about limited play. I think I put it in our Discord, but um, about limited play, and he was he responded like, "Without this change, draft boxes drafts were going to go away. Limited play was going to." disappear boosters. and yeah. we we care about dra- we care about limited formats and so we made this change to save limited formats it almost felt to me like somebody higher up from them was like essentially hey we're going to kill draft boosters and they fought for trying to trying to make a change to save the limited formats that's uh, this like is some great speculation i'm yeah. here for oh, yeah, it. this is some great speculation i am here for it like it it, it tells me who that do they... you think sent that order from on high Let's name and shame, baby. Oh, Chris Cox for sure. Yeah, the cocktail he, he party coming back he again. Find the, he couldn't find the Wikipedia article for draft boosters. He just kept finding different beers. Yeah, drafts. <laughs> I don't know. Drafts or so. <laughs> he didn't get it. He thought everyone was just dr- drinking while they were playing magic. <laughs> well, this is why the views are down. This is why the views are down. What? Um. So okay. So let's talk about the packs. Like I think like the, the packs were cool. Like I think like the packs. You know, there's some fear about like the bomb card or whatever. Like you know, but like you know, again, like I I trust Watsy to figure that stuff out. I think that's a valid concern, though. I mean, they I'm addressed not it. It's not a valid it, concern. I'm saying it's, it's valid enough that Rosewater brought it up in the article. Like the, well, anytime you you completely change the shape of the limited delivery model, people that's going to be the first concern. You go from one rare and maybe a mythic view to foil in a pack to up to four, and then foil yeah. slots where things can get nuts. Of course, that's going to be the concern. But we just talked about how draft boxes were going to be discontinued because nobody's playing limited. And I guess if your choices are, it, buddy, I limited is not what true. Okay. I don't think that that's the point. I don't think the point is that nobody's playing limited. I think the point is that limited doesn't sell enough boxes compared to what people are opening. Wait, say it again. Limited doesn't sell enough boxes compared to what people are opening. 
you can have a successful format where a lot of people are playing. I think probably more people play limited than a lot of the other. Like, uh, do you think more people play limited than popper or more yes. people play limited than yes. standard paper yes. standard? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like that's the second most played format in Magic the Gathering, maybe behind, maybe third behind modern. I would it, think it's way above modern. I, I maybe. So it's the second most played format in the game. So obviously it's important. Um, well, I mean, like, and this is this is where I think it's important to kind of specify like what is important, right? Like, I think this to me is a sign they're saying we're not done with paper magic. Like all this hubbub about like going online and MTGO and MTG Arena, that's all cool. We still need paper magic. Like to me, like that's what this is. Because like, listen, like if you're like, I don't care about paper magic, you can get rid of draft boxes and you can go. If you're just worried about collectors of cardboard, you can go set collector and call it a day. This is saying like we need the LGS and the way that we support the LGS is candidly with draft. Yeah. Um. All right. I want to go back to the limited. Is that, like, experience. Is that like a? Is that like no, a I agree with you. Game? I think I think we'll talk about that. Like I, I want to stay on topic. So Josh said something about the the pulling multiple rares. We had this discussion in our store. We do, we do draft every Friday night. And we were talking about it in store on on Monday when they announced <laughs> it. I actually think this is a better initial draft opening. When you open your pack in current draft and you have <laughs> one rare, you're almost like you're almost locked into if that's a bomb, if that's the most powerful card in your, in your thing, like you're almost locked into just picking the rare and that kind of sticking you into a, a color or an identity of whatever. Whereas if you pull one, you have three or four different powerful cards. You get to choose a lot more options in your initial picks. And I think that goes a long way. I think it's going to make draft decks uh, more, uh, I guess better across the board. Like it gives you more of an option. It gives you more versatility in building your your draft deck. I think that's going to go a long way. I think it's going to be really cool. Like I'm legitimately excited for for this change for the actual picks of a draft experience. I you you could tell me that story. There's also a lot of cases where the rare you know, isn't necessarily the bomb. There's a lot of bombs sure. at uncommon. There's some bombs you know at common. So it, it's all going to depend on set design. But that's. That's what I think the biggest takeaway here is everything we're laying out is is about how the experience is now about the set. It's no longer about the product you buy within the set and what's included in that product, right? Set design is going to be what rules it all. It's going to be, hey, is this a good Magic the Gathering release? And that's going to drive whether products are good or not, more so than how bomb-heavy something is. Because when we're all gathered around the same product, we're all going to have that shared experience. And if it's a bad shared experience, we'll tell you about it, and we'll tell each other about it. But if it's a good experience, I think that's going to drive some of that hype we've been missing and some of that connection to the product. And frankly, I, th I think that's a massive win. I've always said, and I've said this for a while, I never thought it would happen, gathering around one box again is is a big win it's it's that shared experience is what we've been missing yeah I, we talked about this on the phone you like that a lot i still feel like that's not the case though because of the collector boxes like you're not going to have the the highest value cards in these boxes you're going to have still like no no chance at getting serious which i think is the right thing i just don't think they've tied the whole community together you're still gonna have people who predominantly do collector boxes or people who predominantly do play boxes people who don't care about the high-end flashy things and people who sure. you know do but but so. we're far okay sure but we're more tied together than we were a month ago yeah, today no, i agree we're more. i also think that like 
collector boxes to me of their own universe. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, like, that's a different buyer. The same buyer, in my view, bought set and draft, guess for two different purposes. I think Josh is right about that. I think, like, collector buyers are their own world. Um, you know... All right, I'll I'll leave my thoughts till we get to the price because I have I I got some. I, I'm the only one that's anxious about this. I'm the it, only one in the world. It also that's, that's it, it also solves a limited issue with um them removing the commander cards from the from the set packs and like it, it like you're not gonna have like the bomb issue because you're not having the commander cards on this tier where you can get that cool. in a draft format or whatever. Well, kind uh, of right, but that's because. That, that one, the one yes. you're talking about, is curated though, and they are. They said they're going to curate the list slot and curate the, um, the the special guest slot for the draft experience. So, so like the list it, will be draftable. The list slot is draftable, and, and the special it's guest changing, slot is... though. It's changing. It's going to be but, forty yeah. different cards rather than the huge list that they have. It's just forty cards. Ten of them are new art, special guests specific within the set, and the other thirty are curated. Right? Isn't that the wait? Way, what, they... Yeah. What? Hold on. What is that face for? Because this is a pretty pretty well agreed upon win. Yeah. We yeah, instead of a like, five hundred card a lot list. Of, like, I, I listen. I'm anxious about this box. I'll be perfectly candid. Like I am anxious about this box. Um, part of it's like I'm a boomer, right? Like I've had the same Magic the Gathering box since I was an undergrad. Yeah, like yeah. This is like this is all new, and like you know, I hope they're on top of this. Like no. I hope like like this is like this is where drafts can become unfun is if they mess up the list slot and like someone's like, oh look, I win. The list slot is going from three hundred. 40 the current list slot is 300 cards not not do you really think curated. it's because they want to put in all of the reserve list and like <laughs> like they want to like curate that down to just reserve list cards no i think that it's going to be 40 cards that are reprints that may or may not be needed and financially but reprint cards that they think would be good for the draft environment draft format and then really the way is to bring in this special guest slot that they're debuting with lost caverns that's going to be a way for them to put things like like um Man versus beyond into regular sets like you're gonna have jurassic park cards in yeah one. like we'll have that in a minute like i think that part's good i like listen like if it ain't broke don't fix it in like this is it's, one of those ones it, that like scare me it is it's broken. Been, though. The draft broke, box though. is not broken. It didn't sell well, but it sold enough. It was not broken. It's the well, same it, box for thirty years. I mean, but it didn't sell enough, right? Because they felt the but need they, to change it, and you they just said they're a company that wants to make they money. Added set boxes. Yeah, that's right. It's not like people stopped playing Magic. They bought something else. Right. Sure, like the sure, draft but... box has worked for thirty years, and now it's different. That like I know I'm alone, and like you guys can well, all write the OK Boomer in the chat, and Josh will tell no, me you got 45 just, OK Boomers. I, but like, God, like this, like this, I'll be candid. This like, and I like I am well on the records, like somebody who like really tends to believe in magic. Not the not the pen and teller, uh, the company, uh, but like this scared me. This like, I this I, scares me. I don't think that there is anything broken necessarily with draft from a playing perspective. Um, I do think that it's probably not, I think it's probably not the best idea to just say if something's been the same way for 30 years, we shouldn't change it. 
like you can make things better over 30 years. And I think there's a potential that this draft experience is a more fun experience than the previous draft experience. I go yeah, back we, to the idea of when you're first picking your cards, you have way more options. Your everything is open to you. Like that can be if they do it right. Again, we're assuming that they do it right. But Wizards is great at limited formats. I, like, but they did change the box, right? Like they added foils. They added more rares. They added, uh, they added mythics. Like they've added things. Like it's not like it's not the same box over thirty years. They changed the box, but the box, what's in the box, has been the same. But I think the problem is draft boxes prevent them as a company from growing the Magic the Gathering ecosystem into things like set boxes and collector boxes because of inventory issues. And they they cited that, right? They have to produce a whole nother box. That's extra money. They have to store a whole nother box. And they always have issues with with overprinting, but they probably have to print a certain number of boxes in order to get discounts at printer time and blah, blah, blah. And like at the end of the day, it's the same thing for the LGS. LGSs have to have another I've, shelf for draft boxes. That's where I'm most have... sympathetic. Is that like you know, I think we stopped carrying draft. Like we only had set and collector at the end. Um, like it was like you know I'm most sympathetic to that. I guess like man, like this is one of those ones. If you're Watsy, you can't miss. Like you can't mess this up. Like if 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 the draft experience sucks with the new box, you're going to set 100%. magic back a long time. I 100% agree. And it's not going to, before every indie TCG players are going to mess it up and they're going to get our day in the sun, they're just going to stop playing TCGs. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to go do something productive with their time. Uh, you know, they'll go, they'll go, they go to the Taylor Swift movie. Uh, they're going to, they're going to go play a video they're, game. They're going to play video games. That's what people do. Yeah. Like, um, and, and go to the Taylor Swift movie. Relax, boo boo. <laughs> and like, uh, like at the end of the day, like, this is one of those moments for Watsy that, like, man, the pressure is on. You can't mess, you can't mess up draft. Yeah, I don't that's I, like, how I stores have, keep their lights on. I can't tell you the last uh probably I can't tell you the last time I didn't feel like a draft format was fun in Magic. Like, yeah, like this that's my point. That's exactly my, like point. my point. Is that also proves that Wizards knows what they're doing in curating drafts and creating draft experiences. Like, so it's the same it, box. It's the same draft box for 30 years. They've had 30 years to work out the Kings. But like they've had 30 years to work out the Kings. Sure. Now they have one this... set to figure this out. I guess, like, listen. I agree with that, too. Like, Double Masters was a f- really fun draft experience, and the draft packs had two foils and two rares, and you could get four mythics. Yeah, I think you could get four mythics within the, a pack if you got stupid lucky. So they have toyed with different things. They have tested out different things, and they've been successful in This fun. is radically different, and I think you know that. Like, this is a big shift, and, like, listen, like, I I hope they... I ho- I, I hope I mean this sincerely. I hope they come out and hit it out of the park. I really do, and I think they will. But like, man, there's a ten percent chance they completely mess this up, and like, that's a high risk. That's a high there's risk. No, there's no way of actually curating what percentage chance they have to screw this up. That's just your opinion. But that's my god, like it's ten. That seems like a high risk. I agree that. Yeah, that's, I mean that's but, my god. Like, I mean, like, what percentage chance do you think it is? They mess it up. That's good fun. I'll save that for the Lurkana segment. I'll like, be like, there's a 10% chance. chance they don't print boxes, and there's no way to prove it. I almost, almost got myself banned from a different NDTCG. Uh, do, like, uh, you're going to talk about printing boxes? Um, are, like, what percent chance do you think it is they mess it up? I have no clue. Like, But their history tells you that it's a, that they are good at making limited formats. Like, I, like, I, I, I think people are undercharacterizing the risk of a new box. I'm excited for it. I think it's good. Let's transition to Josh. Do you have anything else to say? No, I think part of I think part of what you're missing is something you've hit on before. 
you've said that people in your store have played draft with set boosters. In fact, recently you didn't even know that people couldn't draft set boosters. We've talked about people drafting collector boosters. People just play magic. Yeah. It would be they could screw this up for the really hardcore limited players. You're right. It could become this, but you know what? Most people are still going to show up to pre-release and play magic because it's magic. If people are drafting set boosters, if people are playing limited with set boosters, if people are playing you know, uncommon, common pile, shuffle up and play 40 card formats out of their bulk, they're going to show up and play magic. Uh, or maybe they won't. You're right. I don't know. So no, so but I mean, how like, like, like the stores make money on F and M. Like that's when, like that's when, that's when magic booster boxes get sold. You don't make money in the draft. Is that those players come in and buy the boxes? Yeah. If people don't come in because they don't like the draft experience, F and M looks a lot like a lonely store owner talking to their lonely employee, going, "Hey, man, what happened? So this kind of sucks." But that, but like, I think there's you a want, better. Want to play God of War? I think there's a better chance that like a specific theme doesn't fit for a magic player than there is that they would make this change without doing their homework and making sure that it's fun. So like, there's we'll a deeper see. reason people don't show up to F and M. I have one of the most popular F and M scenes 20 minutes from my house in the Chicagoland area. It's massive. They run massive tournament series. And guess what? During the midnight hunt era, the limited play experience was incredible. You know how many people were at release at that store? Six. Hmm. It's not all about this This overarching, is it the best experience in the world? There are other factors here. I think this box goes a long way to answer those factors. I mean, heck, now is there's that, an opportunity. Is was playing in Indy TCG? No. No, 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 God, it was not. Oh. I can, I can work on it. Rudy's video must have been not super accurate then. Don't get me, don't get wow. me started. I'm a, <laughs> but... I, I think I think there's a lot more going on. And now, I mean, George, let's offset everything, all the FUD that you just put out there about this box. Let's offset that a bit. Let's say when these people go, they actually have the opportunity to pull cool stuff for their commander decks. They have the chance to there's pull. No cards <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great I'm with you, Josh. I'm with you. No, I mean, I, I know what you're saying. Yes, the, is, yes there the are. When these, when these special guests continue to include things like Merfolk Lords and Mana Crypt, which yeah, is what the special right. guests are for the upcoming set. Tell me that those commander are not commander cards. cards. There those aren't commander cards. Commander, there could also be good commander cards in the regular set, too. I was they're, just, they're also, that's, we've talked about this. That's how they're reprinting commander cards. God, maybe we all are cranky. We're all cranky. It's cool. I, like, I love it. Listen, if you guys don't want to talk about the actual topic, that's fine. I don't I mind. Just, Jesus. Um, have another, have a steel reserve. You need that extra ABV, buddy. <laughs> I agree with you, Josh. I'm on. I'm on your side on this. I think. I think another statement is that the, I think that this release will be super popular because people want to see how people love the yeah, idea. Yeah, the first the first box is uh, the first box. People will be packed to see how it yeah. plays. No um, question. All right, let's get into pricing because I think a lot of this conversation comes into pricing. Uh, so I, I did some some <laughs> homework. Did you guys do your homework? You just multiply thirty six times four. I did some homework resolving around distro pricing. I'm not going to give you the exact pricing because I don't want to lose my my job. But uh, draft box is currently a, a pack is somewhere between two dollars and two dollars. Sorry, we'll go somewhere between two dollars and thirty five cents and two dollars and fifty fifty five cents. A set box. That's true. Uh, it's actually not. Sorry for, for Louis. Somewhere around two dollars and fifty cents. Set boxes are somewhere around per pack around three dollars and fifty cents. Three dollars and twenty-five cents. Three dollars and fifty cents. 
Um, so the the way that they are stating this for play boxes is that they will be closer to the price of a set booster pack. Now, they didn't what, say it's going to match the price. They said closer. I, think I thought they, they said, said it's going to be. It. They said they expect okay. it to match the price of a set booster pack because there's no MSRP, so right. they can't. They're not going to say that it's going to because every right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Now, what they also said though is that they're going to 36 pack boxes in this to match the draft box. So if you increase the price of the box, it it means that uh, the price of a box is going to be closer to like. 20% more than your current set box. It's so, like 17 to 20% price increase, I think, across the board. Yeah. So if a if a store wants to make around 20%, which is already low margins, but if a store wants to make around 20%, boxes will need to be between $140 and $150 around that kind mm-hmm. of threshold. Um, we did a lot of internal conversation. I really th- wish that they would have gone to 24-pack boxes on this. Uh, like, yeah. we, frankly, like we've seen a lot of other TCGs come out, like Lorcan is a 24 pack box. Goat, goat, um, goat, goat. We've seen a lot of that happen, uh, because it keeps the, the cost of entry down. If you are somebody who's going into an LGS to open a box, you now have to spend more money. You do get more packs though. Like that's an important thing to, to discuss. So George, I'll let you take this away. Cause I know this is your biggest issue. No, I mean like, listen, I think, I mean like. A hundred fifty dollar box. No, you know, everybody's gonna say it keeps. You know, we're behind the pace of inflation, and I think that's true. Um, but I think with like some economic headwinds, is now the time to increase the price of a draft significantly. Is now the time to increase the cost of the players' box significantly? Um, I tend to think the answer to that is no. Um, I'm anxious about this. I'm alone, and I know that. But like, man, like I think a hundred fifty dollar box that just feels expensive to me. That feels pricey. I also think you're gonna have a problem of like a collector box is what two fifty, two thirty. No, nobody's selling collector boxes at two fifty. Two hundred, two twenty five. I say. Uh, so I, I mean, like you're a lot closer now. You're a lot closer now. That's fair. Um, so like at the end of the day, like you know, I know what, what's TC you play for the last collector box. I think it's a little above 200. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, so like for 50 more bucks, I can get a collector box. Yeah. But you're getting a third of the packs. Yeah. But I'm getting probably five times the value. No, you're not. Not, I mean, not compared to. Wild, Wild Devil Drain EV breaks out to set boxes like 160 to 170 and collector box sits right around 200. You think the EV of a Wild of, I guess maybe with those, that enchanting things, that's crazy. Yep. I should be opening this. Um, no, I, no, you're already cranky enough. We don't need Louis Maz box opening. Josh without his steel reserve and me cowering in the corner. I think, George, I think you have a not accurate idea of what you pull when you get a collector box. There's zero foil multiplier in Magic the Gathering now. Like The, yeah, the foil multiplier is dead. But the collector box has been where anything that's worth almost any value does reside yeah but like so I, I know a guy who opened up a master case of doctor who collector boxes he pulled one serialized card and a mm-hmm. master case of 24 co- collector boxes so like mm-hmm. that well that, that is that is a big subset that is a whole master case what do you mean 
like it's it's just a drop in the bucket just to show that they they are they are rare these hits right. that are coming that make the box feel super valuable so, are extremely hard so to come you can't by. really even include it like if you're including in your ev calculation you're you're doing a, a gambling you're gambling there right so, so what is that is that a is that a gotcha machine is that what that is yeah yeah it's like that, trying to pull the one-on-one ring right the one I mean, so i was all my, down for that why didn't we pull why didn't we pull our money together and do that by the way oh, you had it all the whole the whole print run just by yeah exactly lord of the rings so my point is that like if you compare it to set boxes like you're you're spending more money and you're actually realistically getting in a lot of cases the same amount of value that you would get from a set box so do you think you you think the EV for a collector box is the same as a set box? I think it's I think it's closer than it is the difference between prices. I think you get a better value if you buy a set box. You're, the the difference is the, the return on your investment percentage wise will be will be higher if you buy a set box. I think the same will be true for the play box because there's no foil multiplier because they print too many collector boxes. Now that changes if they hone in the amount of print run on a collector box which is i think what we all think they should do like they should hone in the number of collector boxes they print and all of a sudden your foil multiplier goes up and your foils are actually worth more i mean look at surge foils from doctor who they basically just made them the same pull rate as regular foils so now you have like this weird world where this special foiling is the same it's just not nothing it's not special it's like the same there was a there was a minute there where the uncommon, because there were so many rare and yeah. mythic slots, that the uncommon foils were worth more because there was only like two or three slots in each collector pack versus the six yeah. for the other one. So like they were the uncommons were harder to pull, so they I were rare. I don't think it was a moment. I think that's is that not still the the case? Is it? I I have I haven't looked uh, in the last couple of days. I I assumed it would fix itself. <laughs> no, your point's hundred percent true. You're, there's not enough slots there. There's not enough card. There's yeah. not enough uncommon cards. And if you compare it to the the decks, they're the same number of cards printed in every deck. There's not a, a difference in the rarity structure. So, I I think that the question isn't why wouldn't you buy a collector box? Because I think honestly, it depends on what you are. If you're a person who is is hunting for this like serialized card and that's your game is to like get stupid expensive cards or whatever then you're going to go for the collector box but if you're looking for value and playable cards you're going with the play box so i think the question is not comparing it to the collector box i think it's comparing it to what does somebody have to spend on on a hobby i think that's the bigger issue i mean like draft just got way more expensive yep that's my big issue with this whole thing Mm -hmm. like draft just got way more expensive um like i i think there's two things a i don't think this is a i I think this is a when i'm saying this i'm saying i think people are under calculating the risk involved in this change that's kind of been my whole fear on this the last you know since it's been announced i think people are thinking oh it's going to be a home run i'm not so sure why um i you know a box has been a hundred bucks more or less for years now, for decades. Now it's not. There won't be a hundred dollar magic box anymore. I mean, but like we're kind of already there. Like distro price for a magic box is basically a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm looking at now you're at 110, 120. Now you're at 150. Yeah, but we were up in arms that they had these draft boxes left left over that were so unpopular. They were selling them to us on Amazon for 70 bucks. I never I mean like, like yeah. I mean like 
so the cost for a store to run a draft per person. Yep. The cost for a store increased by by uh, two dollars and twenty six cents. That that's the the amount of money that in, increased. If you're doing if you're a store that's doing um, like so we do we don't do packs for prize support. We do store credit for prize support. Really? And for every person, it's five dollars in store credit. So if there's Ten people, the the yeah. draft gets fifty dollars for short credit. So for us, the cost of draft just increased by two dollars and twenty six cents. What about if you do pack wins for eight people? Well, if you do if you do pack wins, then it increases significantly more, right? Because it's right. it's essentially I, I, don't, I don't know. How I don't know. Do you, is, right that, is that normal? I think we always do pack wins. Most most stores I've been to have done do pack wins. They don't do store credit. Feels versatile. Store credit's cool. It feels versatile. Yeah, people use it less. to buy singles in. People use it to buy other like people use it to buy one piece packs all the time. Like they use it to buy different. They they go into different games. All right, let's do it, baby. I'm in. Next <laughs> one. Next one. I'm in. I'm in. Best box opening experience. They do, they, Best box opening experience. Let's do, do it. They do Pokemon and One Piece as much as they do. That's Magic, all they buy. That's all the store buys. They come to Magic and they're like, I got to win the Magic Tournament. I got to get me them One Piece packs. Here's the real question. The one person who buys one pack a week for that your store, are they going to be Are they going to be upset they're about so this mad. change? They're, they're and, so mad about God, it. Josh, that was my very first thought when I read this. Of like, will that guy just stop buying packs now? Will that Poor pack guy. per set guy just never come back to Louis? He's probably one Doesn't of the he buy that... set packs or does he buy draft packs? Only draft. One draft yeah, pack one draft per set. Yeah, he's got a binder full of draft packs. It's he's got like actual Ultra Pro binders that are made for packs. It's crazy. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Um, he's probably one of those guys that think that draft boxes now are worth more money and that he should be inv- investing in it because they changed it. And so the last draft set box boxes. Ever. Set boxes are okay. We're down to a minute. I got some. I got. I got some takes. I All got right. some takes. Hold on. So, I want to go to. The, I want to go to the inflation thing though, because I think that is a, a valid statement. There's a guy on Reddit. Shout out to Reddit. I'm sure you don't oh my like that. God. But, uh, we, have, Wolf, we we are scraping the barrel tonight, boys. <laughs> Tev Wolf, who did the Shout math to for us, did the math for us, and we're just gonna blindly trust him. Uh, but he started <laughs> playing back in Alara, and MSRP was four dollars. MSRP of a box was one forty, and you could often get boxes for eighty or at stores for a hundred. Adjusted for 2023 prices, MSRP would be two uh, with inflation. MSRP would have been $213 and an $80 deal would be $122. So like, I think that this is the most valid argument for, for the price increase is because it it does coincide with inflation. Now, granted we have had a, a terrible inflation rate in the last two years. So like, it's a little bit miscalculated, I think, but, uh, I don't know. Um, okay, so there's two things. Uh, two pro. I, 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 so first, I, 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 that math passes my smell test. Um, but like, there's two arguments that I would say counter to that. First is like, with all this inflation, are people really going to be like, oh, I know, I'll go out and spend more money on a more expensive hobby now. Eggs are forty five dollars. My <laughs> my my eighty my my steak I eat three times a day. Like Louis is now. Fifty dollars a so person. Eggs are eggs are free now because we have two friends that have chickens now. This like, is like a big thing that's wait, happening. And you don't pay it. them for the eggs. No, he just, they, they, they just they don't know he's do, taking the eggs. You know how he just sneaks over. Listen to this. Listen to this. I, I don't know if this is ever, but West Virginia, you get chickens, <laughs> and if you make, uh, I think it's a thousand dollars a year or something like that, then your residence is now a farm. So like everybody, all of a sudden, is getting chickens and chicken coops. 
we have two friends who are just like guys the chickens won't stop they won't every day they're they're and so they just bring us eggs we like our 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 fridge is overflowing with eggs you open the door and eggs just pour out it's a mess it's make my daughter an egg every morning so we buy the five dozen at costco it's insane yeah you need a chicken i'm not gonna get a chicken i live i live in society so i'm, I'm I, don't like, like, I don't know if this is west virginia only everybody has chickens in their house Yes, yeah. Louie, that is West Virginia only. George, and George egg, has been to my house. It's not a very chicken-conducive neighborhood. Egg, no, he lives the, in a real neighborhood. The eggs are so much better than store eggs. It's oh, my un- God. It's oh unbelievable God. how much better they okay. are. Okay, so, like, you know, the question is, like, with all this inflation, are people going to be willing to spend more money on their hobby? Yes. Dude, dude, look at we said the same we we've said the same thing about magic every time. The only time where it hasn't been true is Commander Masters. Are those five hundred dollars yet, Josh George? Close. Yeah. Every day closer, baby. Like, They're not. <laughs> Lord, Lord of the Rings. We said who's gonna spend four hundred dollars on a collector box? I did not say that. Like, I did not say that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. One person said that. No, and now everyone's like, oh, Final Fantasy could be the next one. I was on the train from the start. Everybody everybody thought that was going to be a home run except for one person. I think that people have an amount of money that they spend on hobbies, and they often go over that by 20 to 50%, and that (gasps) they will just... They do. You guys guys live in a realistic world if you think people stick to their budgets on hobbies. No, but like... Like you, think, you said most people go over them by 20 to 50%. 100%. 20 to 50%. There's no shot that the average consumer stays within their proposed budget of their life. That's ridiculous. Those no? are two very, two very different statements. Stays within the proposed budget of their life and spends 20 to 50% more on their trading card games every month. Um, which are now like 30% more expense, 20% more expense. So, so this, to 20%. in my opinion, um, this doesn't affect as many people as George thinks it does because it I affects think, everybody. I the question that, is like, does it? The question is, does it impact them? It affects uh, everybody. I think the so, average consumer buys packs. Like the no. average, yes, they buy boxes. Well, more people buy packs than buy boxes. Yeah, hundred percent. I maybe agree with that, but there's more boxes sold than packs. Like in in terms of like dollars, there's, there's more packs. We we had this conversation. What he's trying in to say is there's more packs spent. sold sure, in sealed right. boxes than loose packs sold. Dollar spent. It's again. It's the eighty twenty rule. Like, <laughs> I love how you thing. say that, and it has nothing to do with the conversation. But twenty eighty percent of the magic consumers still buy magic product. They just spend twenty percent of the money because they're just buying packs. They don't have one hundred and fifty dollars to spend every week I don't think on magic. True. Like I think most people buy on Amazon now. No, Amazon doesn't sell packs. That's not true. Like they, I, think I, I, more, I think a lot of people buy on Amazon, Walmart, Target. Walmart, None of them. yes, but guess what? Walmart sells Amaz- Amazon, stuff. absolutely not. When when what was it? Ravnica is it Ravnica remastered? Is the next remastered set? When that went live, the posted Amazon number for total boxes sold was like two hundred thirty four. If that went live for ten minutes on TCG Player, that number is way more than two hundred thirty four. I, I think that the average consumer probably spends, I don't know, not including the, the tournament that they're at. They maybe spend 10 to $25 on packs and they walk out the door in a week. Like, the, like people aren't coming in and buying boxes every single week of magic product. They, they buy a couple packs. They buy singles. So, like, 
So it is an interesting point that we have seen historically, at least this in the last year and a half, last two years, the sets that have done better across the board and been more well-received are the ones that have a price entry point that we as a community deem acceptable that varies from set to set and what's in the box, right? Who, uh, who deems it? Just everyone, the, all the of us. The community or the enthusiasts? Which one? The community. <laughs> so when we have a product... Jockey's going to leap through the screen and murder you tonight. <laughs> and I want you to know, Louie, you deserve it for Lorcana. I just want to make that crystal clear. I agree with you, Josh. You deserve it for Lorcana. I, I just, agree. Like the, the lower the cost of entry, the more widely accepted it is. It's not just the lower cost of entry. I mean, we've seen, look, Jumpstart's a cheap cost of entry, right? Adventures of the Forgotten Realms, you can get in for 60 bucks right now. People still I mean, aren't buying it, right? But Jumpstart 2022 was a huge success. For like a minute? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, was, it was a pretty popular set. People liked it. Yeah, sure. What does that have? To, what? what? I yes. know, I'm just saying. I agree. God, we are not with it tonight. This is a. This is the struggle. I have the episode title. May the Zuby with you rides the struggle bus. <laughs> I. Y- your point is that. <laughs> I agree. With my, point. my point that I didn't get to make. What? What no, was it? But what, what was my point that I made? I'm saying we see sets that have a re- responsible point of entry that we accept do better. That is something that's leaving now. That's something we don't have with this box anymore until it really comes down and starts to hurt stores. And you could tell me a world where that's what happened. The reason I'm not concerned about this from my side of the table, someone who doesn't own stores, is guess what? We've shown this before. When Wizards increases the price and they increase the price to you guys, that price increase doesn't fully fall on us. We'll see a small increase, but if if it's not popular, people who still want it will get it cheaper because it won't sell, and game stores will dump it. And they'll have because they have to because they got to get some of that cash back. And it just hurts the model. It doesn't hurt the end person. It doesn't hurt me. Okay, let me ask you a clarifying question on that statement. You think that the the average consumer who spends $125 on a set box, you think that the they won't spend $145 on a set box? You think that I that don't... $20, if you're already spending $120, that, tw- that $20 is going to stop you from buying that box with the addition that you're getting six extra packs? Well, if, if I have to speculate, I don't think we'll have to. I mean, and if we... If we do have to, if like, let's say it comes out, it holds at 145. Well, that means that not only are people buying it, but it's clearly a decent box that people are happy to own. And we're feeling that. And so, yes, then we're happy that 20 bucks is easy for us to spend. But in the world where it's a. I'm not saying that it's going to hold at 145. I'm saying that there's a $20 difference, whether you're, whether you're buying a box at a hundred dollars and now it will be 120 because the store, the, the percentage that stores are willing to lose will remain the same in my opinion. Like if a box cost stores $120, they might be willing to put it on TCG player for 115, but they're not going to lower it to the current price. That's 95 to a hundred. So if you were, consumer, what's the current price of a draft box, right? Current price of a set box is still 112 to 120. Or, right. I, yeah. I, I don't know what the current price of a draft box on TCG player is. I don't, I don't, okay. I'm guessing it's $92, $93 for wilds of Eldrain. Yeah. That's That'd be my guess. Sure. Um, but let's say you as a consumer spend a, whatever box you end up buying, let's go with your your price, $100. You think that you wouldn't buy, let's say you buy a case of boxes at $100. You're not going to spend 
$20 per box more to keep buying the boxes? Well, again, that's it's in that world, yes, but it's more than just that. It's it's an evolution of the idea that we're spending money on things that are important to us now, right? It's the evolu- evolution of the idea some things aren't for us, and it's what I said at the beginning. From our side of the table, it's going to be about the product. When it's a product that doesn't hit that I don't enjoy that 20 bucks. If I'm, if I'm committed to buying that, that case, every single set, I'm like, Oh, it sucks to spend this extra 20 bucks. If it's a product I really enjoy, if it's another Phyrexia, if it's another brother's war, I'm like, boom, I'm all in. That's really fun. I'm happy to spend that extra 20 bucks and get the extra value. It's going to be all about the set design now. So can I ask you this question, Josh? Like I, I, I largely agree with you. I think like, you know, what this will mean is that like good sets, this won't affect good sets. But my fear is that this will affect sets on the bubble. Sets that we thought Hold on, you, were, you cut out a little set what? Sorry. Sets that are on the bubble. Sets that we think are okay to good, but not great. I think now there's an extra incentive for the consumer to be like, you know what, screw it. I won't, I won't, I'll sit this one out, or I'll just draft it and not buy a box. I think it makes it more likely for a set that's okay but not good, you know, okay to good, but not excellent. Consumers will sit it out. That's my fear. I, so, and and you could tell me a story where that happens and that fear comes to fruition, but I don't, we see like Wilds of Eldraine, and it's dangerous to say this into a microphone because there's a lot of stands, but Wilds of Eldraine ended up being a set that's, it's just okay, right? The core set, the main cards in the set are pretty much just okay, but that special guest slot, and imagine if that thing had a list slot in it, that's the reason people sometimes still go back and be like, you know what, Good I'm still spending, a, I'm still spending right now $120 on a set box. Right for Wilds of Eldraine. I'm still doing that. Why? Because it's got some stuff in there that's super interesting. It keeps pulling me back. So this box, you're right, George. You're right. For those Always. middling sets, it's going to be tough to pull me in, but there's a lot of opportunity committing to that, the smaller curated list, committing to the special guest to give me just another reason to want to buy that box. Yeah. The list is the I most hear, interesting change to me. I, I hear what you're hard, saying, this. I hear what you're saying. I, I, I just don't, I guess from my perspective, when I see people spend money in store, they are not, um, they are not as concerned with a price as much as they are. I, I want this box. I want to splurge and do like, I want to buy my first magic box or I want to, uh, (laughs) reward myself for doing good on this college test, or I want to reward myself for, uh, having a really hard week at, at work. And so they buy a box. Like it's not a, it's not a idea of I'm going to spend this specific amount of money and now I can't because it's $20 more. I don't think that this affects the average consumer. It might affect somebody who is like frankly, it might affect like a like a mass. Like I don't even think it affects a mass box opening because they're getting the same number of packs. Like so, I, I don't know. Just just an interesting way to put it is you're right. It's going to price out people who don't who had 120 dollars in their pocket but don't have 150 in their pocket, and there will be people that either they don't have it or they don't see the increase in value, so they don't spend it. Right. But theoretically, if this product goes well and there's one product for everybody in that group, whether you used to buy a draft box and draft all the time, whether you used to buy set boxes and crack packs, those communities are kind of now smashed together, right? Mm-hmm. If any of that hype and excitement and the ability to kind of bring us together around one thing excites anybody, you also have people from the outside that were like, I don't like this. I'm done. I'm not doing that, that are kind of being pulled back in now. Because for every person that's falling off and not willing to spend that extra 30 bucks. There's a person that had that 30 bucks 
wasn't spending it. So I was like, nah, maybe I will now. This is a new product. It's exciting. It, I have a multitude of purposes for this box. It can sit on my shelf, play with my friends, a yeah. bunch of different things. I don't think my fear is the first box. My fear is not the first set. Oh, no. It's, it's like the first set. The yeah, first set with the first box is going to do astoundingly well. No, it's, it's a year from now, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like set boxes lasted three total years, I think. Not even. But like if it's a year from now and we're indoctrinated a year from now, we're indoctrinated into the process and it'll be all about if it's a good set. And George, I, I don't think that that's uh, I don't think that's the way things are going. Like, I think the real statement is that draft boxes lasted 30 years and now they're gone. This is a set box. This is the almost identical thing to what a set box is. You the only real change from this in a set box is that you don't have a art card in every pack and you have two additional so- cards and the box price goes up because there's more i don't think that's and it's draftable that's the big thing i believe it's more curated to be a draft the whole the whole internet's on your side but i actually see this the same way george does this is a this is a new draft box how how is this like what what are you what do you remove tell me what you are missing from a set box in this play box i'm looking at it from the opposite direction it's not what you're missing it's the draft box did one thing and this aims to do that thing. I'm responding to George's statement that the set box only lasted two years. That's what I'm responding to. I'm not arguing yeah. you about draft. I'm responding to George's statement that the set box only lasted two years. The set box just changed names to now it's a play booster box, and it's a set box that could be can now be draftable. It's the, like the idea of what a set box is didn't change. The set, the same thing is true. You're opening the same number of of, of rares and mythics. It's an inc- for the person who likes a set box. The only thing that changed is that your box cost is now more expensive, and it's the same cost per pack. That's my point. It's they, a, they didn't it's get a reduced rare and mythic pull slightly from a, uh, an existing set box. I don't. Is that accurate? I believe so. Yes. If not, I'm willing to speculate about it. So this is yeah. what they said, and if, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's slightly reduced, and maybe it makes up for it because you get the six more packs. But I'm, on a per guess. on a on a per pack basis, it's a slightly reduced. But in, in the same vein, while you're looking that up, couldn't you say, have the same conversation about the draft box? You're saying the set box isn't dead. Sorry, go ahead. So you're you get minus one non foil wild card. So that's Boom. that is true. So, you said that it, the set box isn't going away; it's changing to a different name. Couldn't you make the same argument that the draft box isn't going away; it's just changing to a different name? Like they're making changes to both both of these boxes. Yeah, it's a one slightly well, more drastically the, the, the than the difference. Other. The difference with your statement right there is that the draft boxes just got way more expensive. They they that price point is no longer there. The price point of a this box is just for play. It's the basic version of everything. It's no longer there. Like that. That's not the draft box in that sense did go away that there's no super cheap hundred dollar booster box in order to pick up and play the set box like per pack fairness louis according to inflation boxes should be 230 dollars but like per pack the price for set boxes didn't change now it's weird the difference in set boxes is plus two playable cards no connected commons or uncommons minus one non-foil wild card which is the biggest thing but Mm. the uh, so the, the way I view being, the box, the list slot being curated, I don't know the percentage on the 300 cards that were rare or mythic. It, right. To me, this reads that the list slot potentially makes up to for that minus one wild card, but that's not really what they say. So, 
Well, they, they, I mean, they give you the breakdown. It's up to four rares, and set. there were certain setbacks that were more than that with the yeah. with hitting on the foil. The way I viewed the new box was as a draft box with extra goodies. Like, that's the way I view because it's still made for draft. Like, like, if not, I have a much bigger problem with it. Like, it's still curated for draft, meant to be a draft experience, but they added extra value through, you know. Yeah, that's not the way I see it. I, I, I see it as a set box that's now draftable. That's what I guess that's the big difference. That is the big order. difference. So, comment section, let us know what you think it is. <laughs> and and QQ and beep beep for the struggle bus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anything else to say before God. we move to Doctor Who? Yeah, one thing. Um, Remix to Ignition may be the best song ever. I don't know what that it's is. A, it's a weird, that's a weird pick. It's a weird pick for best that's song the one ever. That's like mixing hot fresh out of the kitchen. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Got me like a beep, up. beep. Yeah, that's great. All right, Doctor Who <laughs> Universe is beyond. Oh no, we got to move on. Why? It's nine forty. All right, let's go for it. When has that ever started? We have like literally nothing else to talk about in this podcast. Okay, yeah. I'm, let's do it. There's, you want to you, you read your one more kind of kind of card in a monotone voice? Yeah. I mean, we, we can call it a day. We made up a Lorcana topic. We made up a sorcery topic. And there's <laughs> nothing else to talk about. We'll come to Mithazumi with you. I've got to drop off a bag at one of my friend's houses. I'm very worried they're going to shoot me. Is it drugs? No, it's a baby gift. It's, it's a baby thing. Is it? Where are if it's you not a Bucky's coloring book, book, I'm very salty. Yeah, what did you so buy you know? as a baby gift? All right, is, I, I know, I'm glad you brothers are sitting down for this. I did not buy it. Oh. That Bucky's I only book, buy by the way, Bucky calmed her down books for kids. It calmed her. She was screaming at the door. It was on the banister. I gave it to her. She was like, oh, what's this? I was like, this is great. Bucky's, Bucky's is the best one. babysitter. I would love the Bucky's, Bucky's number one for anybody. I did. I put her on the landing just on top of the stairs with the coloring book, and I just left. I was like, yeah. Did you find out this came from her godfather? No. Josh, no. How much, this, how much, this came from a man that you will hopefully never meet. How much ever. money would I have to give you to let George babysit your kid? <laughs> no, what's that's the, the wrong question. How much money would you have to give George to babysit <laughs> what, your what's kid? What's the price of which you would trust your child with George? God, I've seen how he nurtures a company. I can't imagine a child is much better. I, I had uh, my my best friend in law school got the preggers, and I had a babysit, <laughs> and it was like totally horrifying. What did you just say? Got the preggers. George doesn't know how that works yet. Okay. Oh my god! All right, we got to move on. Uh, a stork it's, comes it's in. There we go, Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Um, it's the remix to Ignition. Huh? And fr- oh, oh, we're gonna get demonetized. Yeah. That was so similar to the sound. Uh, Doctor Who Universe is Beyond. Uh, more of a success still <laughs> this week. Does it surprise you guys that it hasn't really tanked? No. <laughs> Much like Lord of the Rings, only one of us said it would. <laughs> I thought both of you guys were worried about the Doctor Who set. No. I mean, like, I, I didn't think it was, like, was going to pop off, and it hasn't popped off. No, but I was pretty convinced it would do just fine. Because I think Doctor yeah. Who goes bigger than I think all of us think and about. People love collector boxes. Uh, that's not really that true with the Doctor Who. People in West Virginia not big collector box fans for Doctor Who. I only people chickens. on the rest they of the only internet love chickens and Josh, do you think those are doing good? 
They seem to be doing fine. They're not doing any better or worse than anything else. TC these players at two nineteen. Yeah, they're just they're terrible. they're middling they're middling boxes, man. They're they're right in the middle. Two nineteen. It's just oh. yeah. Oh. Just a standard standard oh. set. We've reached a time where people are I'm sure are unloading them. Oh, it's two twenty five now. Don't worry, Phantom Mitch, sponsor of the podcast, always here to be the lowest price on TCG player whenever we go to it. That's true. Every time. Yeah. Phantom the- Mitch. Uh, who is that? That dude has every game. Every single game. Didn't he used to be on this podcast? He's, he's got to watch the podcast. He's got cryptic boxes. Like he's oh, got definitely. He just like, he's got- wasn't he the first version of me? He's, I hope it is that Mitch. I hope it is that Mitch. Mitch, you backstabbing us. Um, God, can you imagine if it was a Mitch and he was like, "I know how to get back to those rascally rabbits." Listen, I don't have a dog in this fight, so right. you do you, boo boo. Can I tell you the the biggest problem I see right now, Doctor Who? There's a problem. Yeah, go ahead. What's your biggest problem between you and George? Do you guys like magic this week? Timey wimey is ninety five dollars. The hell's timey wimey? That's the the number one deck selling. Yeah, but how much is the deck set? The next one is fifty nine dollars, and then it drops to like forty five and forty two, forty seven, forty two. Uh, you know what that's that represents? A bigger split than typical. Do you know what that represents? What? A wide variety of entry points. Oh wow! You and Louie are the spin it, masters. Spin it, spin it. <laughs> it's a great player set. So. Uh, i think this is largely largely good for the the enthusiast of doctor who or the enthusiast of magic the gathering but uh i think it's really bad for stores i can't largely good that it's largely good that one of the boxes is 95 dollars well like for like you're saying with the yeah because like if you want that card you're getting the value of the card right like is it timey wimey that's so expensive, or is it timey wimey? Yeah, it's got the uh, the white um, the white card that you guys said wasn't as good as uh, as uh, as okay. Teferi's. Uh, can I can I give you a spoiler here? I have never once said this I card is not as powerful as another card in Magic: The Gathering on this podcast. Ever. Uh, the problem as a store is like you have to order these as four ofs. So like w- as a st- holy as, smoke, the tenth st- doctor serial number is ten thousand dollars. You obviously don't watch Rudy's videos. <laughs> Where's Posty? Posty needs to buy this out. Uh, I think for a store, this is like super awkward because you're like, oh, okay, I want to restock because I don't have any Tommy Wimey decks, but I have so many of these other ones. Does District still have more decks? Uh huh. I got more too. Wow. I get yeah. Uh, it's kind of a weird, and they're getting another wave in. One district didn't have their second wave in uh, yet, but the other one did. So. Um, I think it's a little weird. Uh, this like the spread seems higher than normal on yeah, commander decks, and I think this is the last time that that the first time that that really happened, they reprinted and included two of uh, the the deck that was expensive. Is that true? Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it was one of the early commander decks. Uh, it was that blue card, Josh? Um, uh, fierce, is it fierce guardianship? No, it was way before then. It was. Uh, oh man, what was that card? Force of will. Doubling season. I remember. Manic Doubling, Rift. Doubling season's creek. Anyway, they they when they did the second print, they did double of that commander deck and it tanked the price. Of, I've never seen them do that before. That's the only time they've ever done it. It was probably before you were a store too. 
I can't imagine they do that. I cannot imagine they do that. No. No, they won't do that. No, I'm not saying they would do that. No. They would, I mean. um, But anyway, it's, they probably just put it on a secret layer. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I figured (laughs) it. Josh being super sensitive tonight, and <laughs> it's like this is my new favorite Josh. Um. Anyway, Wait, single- do you guys like magic? Like, if you don't I don't like, like a new box. Kill me. I'm allowed to say I don't like a new box. Uh, and Josh I didn't say the, that. I said I'm anxious about it. The Cyberman Patrol is still the most expensive card, Josh. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. I'm looking at a ten thousand dollar card right now. You're right. Sorry, I missed the tenth Doctor Showcase foil. It's the second second most expensive. That's not serialized. Is, and, why is that one card so expensive? And it's an uncommon. Uh, it's the uncommon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that uncommon uh, distribution is wild. I did not think of that, but it totally makes sense. Yeah, the TARDIS is the third most expensive card, and that is also a uncommon. Yeah. Oh my god, that's cr- that's. It was that on your bingo card for this set? We've talked about the fact that it was going to be weird with all of the cards. You know, being in yeah. lists that you could just go and buy, you can buy this subset of cards off the shelf in a box, right? Cool. Yeah. So th- that's it's, crazy. I didn't know the, the surge foils, but are yeah, no, I, I understand. Boxes? Yeah, but there's yeah. there's like the same, there's I think either three or four surge foil cards in every pack. Yeah. I do not like some of this art. Yeah, I agree. It, it feels very on theme for Doctor Who. Like they did a good, good job at that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a Doctor Who fan, Josh? No. I looked into a bunch of Doctor Who and tried to watch a couple episodes with the release of the set, and I was like, you know what? I'm just accepting that it's not for me. I took the uh, the cocktail party advice to heart. I decided it wasn't for me and stopped watching Doctor Who. Still followed the magic set. Stopped watching the show. Yeah, we didn't even do a, like a four-player thing for this one. I, I honestly couldn't get anybody excited to do it and to, to sit down and play the decks. I don't like but this it, art. It was weird. Once everybody started playing, uh, like they all picked up decks. They saw the mechanics, and they and I think this is the best part of of the universes beyond is that they're creating these really unique mechanics, and that it's tying all these magic people who are like didn't want anything to do with Doctor Who. Now they're like, yeah, but the the mechanics are super fun and still fun to play. So that's a win. Yeah, but now you have the tenth Doctor in your commander game. How mad does that make you? I mean, yeah. I get it. Worse, it's the worst, dude. I don't. I don't. It it made me very mad, and I've just kind of gotten over it. It's it's exciting to see. Like I said in my, I did a video this week. I had a lot, like a lot of people walk in. I had a lot of people walk into the store who hadn't played in store before, and they were like kitchen table magic people. I know it's crazy to think, but people play trading card games at home they don't always play in a store it's i know wait hold on but your claim is this week there was just a herd of them that happened to wander in yeah one of my customers said it to me because i'm not always he was like hey like did you notice that the doctor who decks have brought in like a bunch of people who like have never been here normies yeah it's crazy I I I I think those people just go to another game store because i can't imagine they actually go to their kitchen table and play magic like I've never heard of anybody playing trading card games with their friends at the table. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't. There's there's yeah. people who think that. That's by far the number one place people play Commander. By the way, can you imagine putting that person in charge of like a game that <laughs> who doesn't understand that tabletop? You know that TCGs get played at home more than the store. 
like have commander, that like commander that'd be crazy. Commanders by far played more at home at people's by a mile. Table it's not even close. But yeah, at, in stores. Like, yeah, even, even most tr- most trading card game when I when I was grinding like the pro scene for a trading card game, me and my buddy were playing dozens of games all week. It was crazy. Just like my kitchen table was stacked with cards. My wife was furious. Yeah, she was not happy. Um. Anyway. Seems good. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this holds up when the second uh, wave gets in, but um, I don't know. That's all I got. All right, let's go to the made-up topic. I got Pikachu promo cards. <laughs> Just wanted to share. I got, I got one, too. I and, have, and you didn't. I am the worst person. I have 45... PayPal. You are the worst person. You are the worst person. I have 45 PayPal transactions and I got four four Pokemon. Center you des- you don't deserve those four. I hope they send you a bag of dog well, doo-doo like instead I of your had promo. confirmation that I got them rather like I just had to keep going because like I never got the, the Pokemon confirmation. You are full of bull. No, everybody didn't. knows it. Did everybody it. knows you did not make 45 orders. Yeah. Oh, did it confirm? I got to make my 44th order. I did it like while my kid was going to sleep. I have to like hold my arm on her back to get Uh her to like to cuddle. I'm like on my phone just like confirming, confirming. 45, 45, 45. All right. So let's talk about this the Van Gogh promo. Four Pikachu Van Gogh promos. So there's, so they said no more at the Van Gogh Museum. Yeah. Rumor is that they're done, done. That's not at all the rumor because that's not. A, they said the exact opposite. They said they'll be at stores in in the Netherlands later this year. Did they? Can, yep. <laughs> How do you? This is your game. This is your game. That. And your topic that you shoehorn shoehorned into the you podcast. You should do your research. I don't think that's true. Well, you're wrong. That's okay, easy. I'm wrong. I'm they also wrong. said they're going to have them intermittently for the next two weeks at the Pokemon so they said Center that originally, but then they. Uh, Something else happened. I don't know. I don't remember. They sold out, but they said that we're going to bring them back in stock. They'll be intermittent for the next two weeks. I'm going to go get more. I love this 45, promo, dude. 45 more are. I love baby. this promo. I How much is the promo on the secondary market? No clue. It's, don't care. Um, no clue, but like, don't care. So that's my question. All right. You ready for the hottest? You ready for the maybe hottest, maybe coldest take? Yeah. This is the buy. This is the buy. Buying these? On this secondary? is absolutely the play. Josh, I think they're like 50 bucks, 50 to 60 bucks. I have zero desire to like sell the the promo. I just want to grade some. And the grades have been rough on them. Yeah, they're like like uh, going heavy towards eight. I might send it to PCG see what they give me. <laughs> give me that ten, Rudy. <laughs> Come on, Rudy, make a little top hat on that sucker. Uh, I. Yeah. It's a bolo hat. It's a top. That's a bolo hat, right? Mm, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know how to define a hat. Pikachu. And go. I don't know how to define a hat. Oh, yeah. Yours is backwards because it needs to keep the sun off the, your neck inside. Uh, I love this card so much, dude. It's I a great card. So cool. it's, the, it's, it's the best thing Pokemon has done. I would not buy really it. Cool. I would not buy it at any secondary market price. Really? No. Promo cards like that, like again, they can say that they're not going to reprint them, and then they can just come out and reprint them. And they have said they will reprint. Okay, them I know, but my point is, like, at any point, they can just put a. Has it stopped Lorcana, people? At, I'm in. Go, go, at, go. At any point, go they can put a massive shoes. amount more out there. Like maybe you buy this card in three years when the price has like stabilized on it, but it's way too risky right now. 
Like it's way too risky. I'm in Not on this. You, card. I'm in on this card. I am in on this card. Don't give don't give financial advice, bud. Oh, I'm not don't in on this banned. card financially. Just like don't, give, don't get banned. I was talking to Louis. Oh. Don't get banned, bud. I don't know. This is not financial I, advice. This is not financial <laughs> advice. Is YouTube gonna ban me? I have no idea. That would make that whatever like, you guys made me so do that when simple. I first started. If YouTube banned me and then it was just like, oh, it's over, it'd be sad. But life would be more <gasps> simple. You'd be sad for like a week though. And like that would then it would then it would be it. It'd be bliss. The addiction is over. Do, I, I want to know what to do with myself. Um. Anyway, I I like the card. I don't know. It does. It's got it, like um. Thanks. I was trying way too hard to get those cards. Out of your forty-five orders, how did, many did yeah, you get? You think you're trying to wait too hard? Your forty-five orders. Four. That's what it was. I okay. didn't get the confirmations for like three hours. Afterwards, it's crazy. God, you are the worst. Is that just when you checked your email? Did you check your email three hours after? No, I checked it like every five seconds after that. I was like, like, I've done that. Like, I've been at work. I've seen the email coming in and be like, oh, I just got this now the next day. Hmm. All right. Let's talk about Sorcerer. We got beta coming out. Um, there's been a lot Wait, of. Was the whole topic that you got the Pikachu promo? Yeah. That's it. We had already you talked did not about listen to the rundown. Yeah. We had already that was talked the whole about. That we had already awful. talked about the Pikachu promo. You weren't here. We had and more yet, views. And yet here we are yeah. again. <laughs> we were finding we needed content. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Done. It's vodka o'clock. It's vodka o'clock. My wife got me a water bottle at TJ Maxx. How funny is this thing? How no, great is it's this? It's not funny. Do you go to the gym with that? Please tell me you go to the gym with that. No. It's sitting here by my desk. You don't think this is funny? Why do you hate fun? Why do you hate fun? This is hilarious. That one, I think it's hilarious. That wouldn't fit in the cup holder if it was the size of the seat next to you. That would drive me nuts. Of course it doesn't fit in the cup holder. This is clearly not a cup holder water bottle. Like, what are you talking about? Why do you we hate never fun? buy two liters? They don't fit in cup holders. Yeah, why do you why do you hate fun? Uh, I've been watching Better Call Saul, and there's a trope in Better Call Saul where he puts the he can't get the cup in the cup holder. So that's the only thing. Have I you about. Have you finished Better Call Saul yet or no? I have two episodes left. Oh, hurry up. Okay. Yeah. 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 We got to get into that. So yeah. you next week we're talking about the podcast. So whatever, yeah. like you're on the clock. Yeah. It's better. I think it's better than Breaking Bad. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Not, I've watched Breaking Bad three times and it's probably my, my, probably my favorite show. I have watched show. Breaking Bad. The only show that I think I've probably watched more of is The Office. The problem is like yeah. The Office is like way more. Like, yeah, well, like the problem with the office is you can just put it on the background and you all the time. Bingo. All yeah, the time. It's also always on. It's like impractical jokers. It's hilarious and always on TV. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what that was for a while? Not too long ago was how I met your mother. Remember like eight years ago? I've that show was it. on never seen everywhere. It. That yeah. show like you could there wasn't a network that wasn't playing episodes of that show. Yeah. Uh the problem with the office is that now that it's on Netflix, like I I'm not going to I'm not going to whatever I, platform it is. I Peacock. almost sucked YouTube it up and TV. bought Peacock. It's on YouTube TV. You can just pull. Yeah. I don't watch advertising. Com- man. Comedy Central plays all the time. Oh, That's like true. I'm not going to sit there and wait for like I want to pick my episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm the office is so. No, the office is so good. Just let it be delivered yeah. to you. No, let, the let the fates decide. Every episode's a good episode. No. The fact that Netflix doesn't have a pick my episode for me, though, that is a big L. They can have random, like randomize my episode based yeah. on the, the Mercury and With retrograde what? and stuff. They should have AI do it. <laughs> Wow. Make a company, George. 
I told you I built a chatbot the other day just because I wanted to see. I wanted to know. All right, let's talk about sorcery players. There's been a lot find of your DM later. Josh got a business um, idea. Everyone's getting excited for beta. <laughs> Doesn't with... chat for you, bud. Sorry. Damn it! Nothing ever does. Everyone's excited for beta with the uh, the <sighs> beta coming out. The community has come out and said that beta is for the players, and there's been a lot. Of... <laughs> That's not at all. <laughs> God, why do you do this? Right, why you, do you do you this? Bring it up. You go. <laughs> Versus your lies, your outright lies. The community has said that. The community has said that. I don't even know what that means. Is it you and Mike hanging out in the podcast room, being like, Absolutely. "Hey, this is for the players." No, but like that's what people have talked about. What beta is? Um, like it's the I only set available. It's also for the, for the collectors, I guess. What did you say, Josh? The play boosters also for the players. I declared it. So there you go. The community, the community has, has said, said this. <laughs> all the enthusiasts are all in. On okay. I declared it. I'm going to take my flag. Play. <laughs> This, the community has said this. What a wild statement! Wait, um, can, we, can we do a podcast or a segment of the podcast every week called "The Community Decided," where we just like, decree things like, about trading card games? And, and then the next episode, we just exist the rest of our life as that is a truth. What like we say, left the community decided the this, and that's just the truth. Because that would be awesome. I'd be down. How much was players that be? off left off of the statement? Yeah, but like the the statement was from the company. The point. The Simon doesn't set up this conversation. So the company has not declared it. Right. That was gonna be the next statement out of my mouth before you ran yours. The company has not declared it. The community has. Okay. All right. So but despite Louis' insanity. I thought it was good. I was down wild. I was down wild. Screw you, George. I was down. George, when are you okay. going on vacation again? <laughs> so maybe after this episode for a long time. Um, Here come the views, baby. I like. Extra I think people have lost their minds on sorcery. Like I got sent a clip this week from one content creator going another comment, another pseudo content creators podcast, and he was like, "I hate sorcery, and like I hope it fails." That is stupid. That is stupid. What? 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 I think there wasn't a pretty, you, gr- pretty gross uh, exaggeration of what was stated, but the, the feeling was enough. there. It was, it, it's not that it's not that much of an exaggeration. <laughs> no, not content advice. I what thought. I thought. Advice. I'll be honest. I thought Eric flew to America and kicked the guy's dog. Yeah, like that's there's the only thing I could. There's think a of. lot of sorcery hit pieces going on right now, which it tells me that sorcery's doing great. And it's and like, there there's really? two things I would say. Yeah. Oh, there is. It's wild. There's two things. First, the best thing sorcery has going for it are the hit pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, no, have, the no, pieces yeah, from, no, from larger things, but sure. I mean, like, to me, it's like, if you're, like, people are viewing you as a threat. People are viewing you as, like, a thing that you need to be discussing. I think the bigger thing is that people are, people missed out and that they're, they're frustrated that they missed out. They need to grow up. Yeah. And this is so, coming from me. Here's what I want to focus on, though. One of the big arguments that they're making is that Sorcery doesn't care about players. But the community and, has said it does. Uh, well, here, here's... Well, what are you talking about? What? The community stated. This is for the players, baby. Get with the program. I Get think, in touch with the so community. So I, I, uh, I taught another person how to play last night. We had um, three guys here playing... We had two, it was cool. We had, um, it was like, it felt like in an LGS setting. It was in my basement, but we had a one-on-one game happening next to a one-on-one game. And 
uh, we were playing the they were were doing videos for the the beta decks uh, that are going to come out in a couple of months, and they kept asking this question: Wait, these are the just the beta precons? These are just the precons? These are just the precons? We don't we didn't upgrade these? We didn't upgrade these at all? Um, and because they've been comparing them to some other games that they've been playing, and then I told them the price on the decks, and they were all blown away. It's forty bucks for all four precons plus a booster pack. That's Wait, the that's the MR stuff. It's one pack. One pack. Yeah, you get a that box. The set. You get a box. In the box. There's a pack oh, in the box. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the Apple one. You get a, the a, one. a okay. box like this. You open I it up. That. It's I got this. four four decks plus a booster pack. Um, what? Is your box empty? This is the um. This is actually the, the sample box. This is even an alpha. It's a sample box that oh I got God. when I got the sample things. Um. All right. So. The community. Uh, decided my point is that i think that this is the best lowest barrier to entry point of pretty much any tcg that i've seen um for the value of what you get so to put it in perspective we're doing a beta release party on november 11th everybody should come if you're free come down to west virginia and hang out uh and everybody who comes Wait. wait will you be giving out eggs no eggs, but we will be giving out a beta, like as a store, because the cost is so cheap, I can run an event and give everybody a beta pre-constructed deck. And I don't even really have to think twice about it. Like, it's not even like, you a, also give them eggs. I could give them eggs, but I need them to feed my kids. Eggs are expensive. Eggs are probably more expensive than the cost is for me to do a, a beta deck. Like, and I think like, all can we this, please start talking about the price of TCGs in terms of dozens eggs. of eggs? I think all this negativity about sorcery is not for the players. All they care about is the collectors and investors is like blatantly ignoring like one of the, one of the coolest products on the market for TCGs. It's a, it's essentially like a double dual decks. It's cheap. It comes with a, it comes with a pack, which is a win. It's 40 bucks gets you all four decks, right? All four right. decks. Yep. And as a store, there's nothing preventing you from opening up those four decks and selling for $10 a piece or whatever. And like we have been guaranteed each pack in that has a curio. We, we have, we have not. Oh. But I think like, I just think people, I'll get declare so, it. People get so gravitated on, uh, oh. like on, prices and the market and whatever that they fail to do the research on a specific like thing that's a <laughs> there goes the research one that on a specific thing that's a huge win for cost of entry for a new player uh, and as a store owner like i think this is a great cost to entry for sorcery i think it's fantastic so that's all i want to say george so George, you looked like you wanted to you say were, something. Yeah, you were about to not, just not, try to interrupt me, so now you can let no, me know. No, I mean, like, your piece. I just want the eggs. Um, if you don't send us eggs, Louis, if you, <laughs> what are we doing here? So I think people have wildly overstated. Like, it sounds like some people think, like, sorcery hates players. Yeah. And I think that's, like, a wild take. Like, there's also, like, there's, like I would say, like, there's very little evidence of this. Um, like, my... <laughs> Fears of sorcery have centered around can one set a year make it work? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I like I'm pretty skeptical of that approach. Yep. The DLC model. Right. Um, but I like like there's nothing about them that makes me think they don't want players, they don't care about players. Like I 
like anything, they hate content creators. And like, I also hate most content creators. <laughs> and so like, we have that in common, I would say. Yeah, um, you haven't responded to any of my emails. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, like, I, like, okay, let's go over, let's go over beta. I think that the decks are a really good starting point for players. I think they're incredibly well-priced. I think it's a great product. I can't believe I you're saying it's a really... microphone. Was this not the, the, genuine, the general consensus? No. Like, how are, is it, really? No, nobody, nobody People, said, they were controversial? No, no, no. The point is People that they have... completely ignored the decks right. exist. They, they bashed... They are bashing Sorcery for not caring about the players and completely ignoring and what is the number one entry point for almost and, every person yeah. who plays and they're game. bashing it just the, feels they're, weird to have to defend this it just feels they're bashing like, they're saying that's not for players for literally the dumbest reason i can think of which is they were left off of a list of a press release yeah and like listen i think they should have said it in the press release i'm sure like they will next time i also think people need to chill out and like like it's gonna be fine if you want to play sorcery you can buy a box in a and four decks for 200 bucks and call it a day and play the hell out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, this I, is like, this I tend to think the that wildest like a timeline. smaller set would be better for players. I've said this, but like, I think going from, I think a smaller set is better for players to sorcery hates players is a pretty big leap that I'm not willing to make. But it, um, it almost doesn't matter if you're not rewarding high level play or intensely competitive OP the the larger set it impacts me because like oh now i can't have the card that i want but we go back to like playing commander and i don't have revised duels for all of my commander decks and that's okay are the decks optimal absolutely not but do people still get hundreds of hours of entertainment Absolutely. also about to be on tcg player where people can buy the singles they want like oh i'm excited for that like i think this is like honestly i think people are gonna like so it's funny. I was watching. I, I was watching this part of the podcast. And I was like, God, I hope I don't like that about sorcery. And I was like, No, I don't like that about sorcery because like mm -hmm. I think I've always said like my concerns. I think are are pretty simple, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope the game they kills it. Your main concern initially was we have no evidence that they're going to produce boxes. Not accurate. I said that you. I absolutely have always said you will get your boxes. No, um, so go back. True. You can go back. It's fine. You can. Um, I like. I tend to think that beta is going to be fine like I, I i think people will play the game if they want to play the game boxes aren't crazily priced you can easily find pre-orders right now for msrp yeah so like, like even alpha singles are i mean other other than like the stone and maybe the a couple of the cores like alpha singles are pretty cheap in terms yeah of, i guess like, they're like five to ten dollars some uniques are 20 25 but like they're it's not a stupid, expensive. Uh, we've yeah. we've we've reached peak craziness with sorcery. It feels like. Yeah. It feels like we've reached peak craziness. Oh. Where like really? Wait till beta comes out, buddy. I don't think so. so I think this is like I think people. I think when sorcery. I think when beta comes out. I can't believe this. I'm still just taken aback here. I I think that one of the biggest things for sorcery is that it's going to be more successful at a at home level than it is in a game store level. And I think people need to ex expect that and ex accept it. Like, uh, will, will it be a, like, I'm excited to play it in our store. We're going to have a sorcery night. Like, I think that's a huge win, but I think the average sorcery consumer will treat sorcery like a, a board game that they love. Like a, a game that like, I 
play scythe and i have people i teach people how to play scythe once a month i probably teach somebody new how to play the game of scythe i love that game i want people to play it and like whatever i see sorcery as a very similar thing where it's like i could have a night where people come over it's like a commander night and like they could try to get them to end up buying their own decks but they also you know have decks available for people to play and hang out and like i think that that's a huge win for like the casual play side of sorcery i think is a huge win it also i think has the ability if a store really wants to lean into it can do it but sorcery can be successful in my opinion at a non-store level like i'm very clear i like the game a lot because it's a board game yeah like i like playing the game because it's a board game i like board games way more than tcgs way more than tcgs um and i you know and it's funny like some you know a a friend of mine wrote a a, a nasty piece about sorcery and i asked him like have you ever played the game well you know i played it once on tts well that's not really playing the game um and like to me i think sorcery is a game that you have to experience on the tabletop. What? Why write a scathing review of something if you've played it once? I and think that, that, like, so, like, I will defend him. Me and him have the same disease. It's called passionitis, and you two are boring as hell, so you guys don't understand that. But we have passion in our lives and fervor. Um, like, and, like, and also, like, He's a good guy. He's nice. I agree. I agree. We we talked about it on the podcast. I, wanna, I didn't know that he'd only played the game once on TTS. I, I, I want to be fair. I have made at this point more criticisms about MetaZoo than games of MetaZoo I've played. But I also think I've played more games than the average person who owns a MetaZoo card. <laughs> so, Not true, baby. I, so I came in for my tournament. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> blue deck for the win. Um, so. I mean, it's called water. I I call it blue. Um, so like, like I would blue. say this: if you really, if you really think you're going to dislike sorcery, I think you owe it to yourself to spend the forty bucks to go buy the four precon decks and play it. I don't know if I'm, you play I, it and hate it. God bless. But like, listen, I think it's a good fun game. I really do, and I've said this. I've all I have said this since Mike taught me the game. I think it's a good fun game, and I I, I think it'll do fine because it's because it, it is fun. Like it's not maybe it's like good. and now there's like this weird criticism that the game takes too long. I did not feel that the game took too long. We played this was with uh, one brand new person and two uh, people who have played like five games total to get together. They're two brothers. We they got to my house at eight o'clock. They left at ten o'clock. We we played both played two one on one games. So in two hours, two brand new, basically three people learning from me who sucks at all TCGs uh, and is not a good communicator. Facts. Uh, learn. The community you know, spoken. Played, played two games in two hours plus the front end of hanging out and talking. So like, I don't, I don't think that's accurate. And also like the, the higher tier the decks are, the faster the game goes. Like if you're playing in a competitive event at an like, LGS where you can play with, you know, all you're not playing pre-cons, it's way faster. And to me, when somebody says a game takes too long, it means the game's not fun. Like, you know, uh, my favorite board game is Indonesia. Mm-hmm. That can be an eight hour board game. Yeah. It doesn't feel too long to me. Like well, I enjoy their, every their minute point, of it. Their point is that it's too long for this is my this is my second side of this. Their point is that it's too long for in an LGS to host events. 
And my point is, A, I don't think that's accurate. But B, even if it is accurate, that doesn't mean that Sorcery can't be a successful trading card game. Like Magic the Gathering initially wasn't meant to be played in game stores. Game stores didn't exist. Magic the Gathering was meant to be played after D&D night or in between D&D sessions as something fun to do with your friend. And that's what made it so successful. Like, uh, I think... Listen, like, I think people have kind of jumped the shark on this one. Um, like, yeah. I like they left off the word player on a on a PR announcement. Like, it was a silly mistake. And like, honestly, who the hell cares? Like, like when so, somebody called me to point this out to me, I was like, I, I like literally could not care less. <laughs> like, 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 it's like, they had to go to the big gotcha. I'm like, you guys, like. At very at the worst case scenario, somebody made a mistake. Yeah, Louis, you hit the nail on the head. This is when when the whole community is complaining about sorcery. That means they're probably doing something right. Yeah, 100%. I think I think 100%. I stand it. And at the risk of at the risk of being the person, you know what? I'm just going to burn it all down because I know nothing about this scenario previously. I have no idea who you're talking about. I have seen none of this content. So what I say can't offend anybody. It's right? hilarious. This seems, before you do, I'm going to get my takeout so I have the innocence to fall back on before I know who made the videos. This seems you know wildly lazy. With an indie TCG that's like coming out with so many unanswered questions that is breaking the model of how we view trading card games in 2023. And and I don't, I'm not patting us on the back, but th- we have dove so deep into some of the nuance here. There is so much content to make about this game. To be like, it's not for the it's players. Almost they like, hate you don't players. Have to go to Discord and beg for content creation ideas. Like that would be it's, like a really sound of like a lazy content creator <laughs> going to Discords and be like, "Hey, you guys, I need some, I need no, some ideas for sorcery content." Sorcery content would you like to be made? Just I, I, asking I, yeah, my community. Those two are vastly different things, but I, yeah. I, I don't know. And again, I'm not trying to burn anybody. And I, I, I am not the world's greatest content creator. I make some crappy content. I will be the first to tell you. But this seems, this seems lazy. It's I, that's so, a, be, it's a right. weird complaint. All right, a I'm gonna give the hot take. Isn't out? Isn't about players who can't I'm, play it yet and haven't played it. I'm gonna give the hot take. It's because these games are scared of sorcery. That's all this is. This is people who are defending. Ooh, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, no, we know no it's not a magic. Are, we know it's not a magic okay. content creator. No, it's not magic content like, creator. Okay, I was about to say because I got to tell you, Wizards of the Coast don't know these games exist, no. and that's not a shot at anyone. But they are they're I, not even there. Speaking of content, I want to shout out uh, Too Fluent, uh, who has a, a sorcery um, lore. Uh, he's got four videos out already, and he, basically he goes through and like creates lore out of sorcery because that's essentially what they like. Their stuff is like, there's no lore. Create your own story. Create your own stuff. Uh, is that true? that true? Yeah, there's no like characters. If there's not a lore kind of crossover in some of this lore. We have all failed. There's no like characters ideas when you're playing the game, you're creating your own story and the realm is, you know, and to give them as idea, you know, but the opportunity there would be to play a game of sorcery. And while the game is being played, voice it over with a story yes. about the game that's cool. happening. If it's truly to build your, how kick-ass would that be? Yeah. That'd be super cool. Be neat. All right. Uh, let's That's a on. content idea for you, Louie, in case you wrote it down. Uh, that's not my topic. I didn't put it in that. your Discord. Is it yeah, cool? It doesn't count unless you... Which one of your, which one of the Discords of like you was begging for content ideas? All right. You guys tell me all about Lorcana OP Kit. Let's wrap up this podcast. You literally changed your topic to this, so you're up a guy. Would you rather talk about that one specific card that you know... I you love no the Merlin played? card, but I love the Winnie the Pooh card more. 
Well, I only pulled up the Merlin card because you didn't tell me about the winning. Pool. I did. That is the best art of any TCG ever. I also lost the Merlin card because I was looking for the Pikachu stuff. So, um, <laughs> good job, me. Welcome to me. God, this is just like made this to be with you a train wreck. That's the that's the title of the episode. Right. So, uh, Rise of the Floodborne OP kit details. Uh, so they ch- made some changes to OP kits. I thought we were doing Merlin. No, I kind of found the image. <laughs> Give it the program, George. Why do you like the Merlin card, George? You don't want to ever you you trash us for talking about cards in magic. And I have figured out what happened. Single cards. I have figured out what happened. Somebody texted George about the card. Somebody said this is indicative of a spellcaster set. George, who's never played it. George, who's never played a card or knows what a spellcaster is, goes, We should talk about this. Carry me, guys. (laughs) That is exactly what happened. That is that is literally exactly what happened. Merlin the shit. Our friendship's getting deep, man. We talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, Josh absolutely nailed it. That is literally, literally exactly what happened. <laughs> if, you, if you can do you can that and then it. tell us to do our research during the segment, is that the trifecta? Is that the Grand Slam? The community said, community they, dictated, that this is a shapeshifter and this could change the meta. That's the community dictation. I used to think this podcast was going to help the YouTube channel. Now I'm wondering if it's what's holding it. This episode will certainly not. Uh, Let me assure you of that. Merlin Shapeshifter. There will be a reshoot conversation tomorrow. (laughs) Not happening. Uh, It's a 1-5 battle of wits. Whenever one of your characters is returned to your hand from play, this character gets plus one ink, I think that symbol is, this turn. It's a great card. It, it, It shifts shapes wait the character also, getting, i don't see i don't have the card in front of me but that sentence didn't make sense i think it's probably there's plus also one another lore. merlin card that's not like the daddy merlin it's, it's probably not merlin. plus one ink it's probably plus one lore i would i would guess but it's plus one ink it's really like, it looks like the ink here i'm gonna send it in the discord i'm not gonna look at it i'm gonna okay. be honest with you cool <laughs> it's way funnier talk? this way Should it's so much funnier okay, this way time? that's fine that's fine Cool. So you're getting. Oh, Louie, I wasn't pooping your idea. I'm just saying it this sounds is like way you funnier. The community has oh, spoken. Way funnier. Oh, okay. Sorry. They increased promo card prizes. Previously, only had 24. Now there's 32. That's I think a, a big win. That's all I got for you. Uh, is are you saying the number of promo I'm cards? I'm the that guy come coming up with the lore kind of content now. That's what you want. I tried to come up with an idea, and you said no. <laughs> I'm getting a flag. I'm getting a flag to keep on my desk so I can go like this every time the community declares it. Best release ever, everybody. (laughs) Most the the community declaration is easily my favorite part of this podcast. We're gonna do that, Louis. You're we're gonna declare things for so. I'm so excited all the time. Most successful TCG release ever, and George can't even come up with a topic to talk about. I came up with a topic. You said no. You then changed the topic and then didn't cover the topic. We're also we're also like two months post release. Like, what? Are we, we're like two months post release. For what? For the for, for God, what? This is the right. perfect ending. Great to this podcast, podcast, guys. Great this podcast. Was this was the perfect ending. Remember, be kind to the people around you. May the zoo be with you. Oh. Also, uh, no, you? absolutely not. Good night. <laughs>